0: I said what you know about it It's the stupid baby Got the mise and place
1: Yeah, it's
2: baby And oh. the room a lot to the stew. My name is Jason Stewart. This is my food podcast. <laughs> I'm immune. Um, I
1: get excited for it
2: every <laughs> single time. <laughs> we have no guests this week because who needs them? Nope. Except we have a guest in two days. We do have um, a guest in two days. Do we? We do. Thanks for the notification. No, on Sunday.
0: Oh, yeah. I'll be in a wedding. Sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: future r.i.p stewie on sunday stewie r.i.p from the future but you it's today it's just me andre and stewie the way you like it say hi guys hello that's andre um you're gonna be next (laughs) this weekend you're gonna be at a wedding in palm desert
0: i'm excited old high school friend lovely lady
2: stop eating these raisins on the microphone right now
0: chop chop (laughs) chop it is a food (laughs) podcast
2: (laughs) all right yeah about this wedding this <laughs> tell us everything about this this my
1: wedding podcast. how is
2: the, how is the food
0: I, I don't know yet <laughs> i'm just excited i'm actually okay here's the thing i have high levels of anxiety Probably because i haven't it's not gonna suck she's great uh because i'm leaving the restaurant on saturday and sunday it's been a long time i've been working six days there for like months now and I was like, what am I going to do with, you know, <laughs> I'm going to leave my baby gone. <laughs> and yeah. it's just like, yeah. I'm freaking out. I actually like hired a new guy. He's really cool. And I strategically placed him to train on the hours in which there's like, like bad coverage. So I was like, hey, why don't you like work Saturday and Sunday, like around 10, like till whenever those are the hours that I usually come in. Just so there's like a, like I'm using this new recruit to bridge the gap in the hours that I usually f- have another player coverage. on the field. Yeah. It it's kind of awesome. So you got you. A,
1: you got a nanny cam in the rice noodles? <laughs> is that what's going on? <laughs> 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 oh, check man. from the iPhone. Yeah, you got, a, got the Nest uh, cam set up on the phob uh, station group group
0: number te- two. <laughs> <laughs> um, group text everybody, you didn't put enough ice in that Vietnamese iced coffee, like your levels are too low. Like this is really fucking up my shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean that I mean that I think that's not an uncommon thing at restaurants and businesses. Like the, even like in two thousand and God, when I left Santa Cruz, where I used to bartend, the bar next to me, um, the owner had a whole camera setup that he had streaming to his computer, and would call people, being like, "Why are you sitting around? Like, you know, start cutting limes, wash glasses." This is a long time like, ago. Oh, yeah, it's 2001. No, this is an old school. So like, if, if they did that 13 years ago, the technology is available for a lot more than wow. that. Now it's yeah. like you'll be
0: sitting. With your friends at the adjacent table and you look on your, cell, on your phone to look at the, the app that you have to show you all the different cameras. Like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa bro, why aren't you doing roller oh, over there? Who,
2: who knew the, the very first person to ever have security cam technology on your computer was at a, a pub in Santa Cruz, <laughs> California, and not at, like, Google or, uh, yeah. or Enron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to
1: think of what was popping back then. Man, well, He was crazy. He was he was famously crazy. I'm not gonna name names, but like he would just sit at his house doing cocaine and drinking. I was gonna say if he's a bar and gambling, owner and and gambling online and and calling his bookie and then checking the cameras at the bar. Oh, the early 2000s say, were so great. If, weren't yeah, That was a good
2: time. Every it was a good bar, time for him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Bar owner gambling and then you say online. paranoia. I would say what's the mortar there? Cocaine. Yep, there that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, the shakes. Crazy mm-hmm. paranoid
2: Bolivian chick. Jesus <laughs> Lord. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is part of the podcast where we give a shout out to our moms.
1: <laughs> Jill Conaparo shout oh, out. How
2: you guys doing?
0: Case two twenty two. Not Chris Stewart.
2: Um, sorry about the coke talk, guys. But we got to get it out early. I didn't do it. Um, I didn't do it. You mm. were the only one who did it. it Restaurant and also oh yeah you're leaving the restaurant on the weekend on the weekend busiest time of the week but also yeah. also I deserve it for a li- <laughs> you deserve it but I'm here to make you feel a little bit more guilty <laughs> it's not possible mm. by for the our way. listeners who live in Los Angeles or Southern California this is the first week where we got a little nip in the air oh, okay. yeah we're no it's, it's no chilling. longer 95 degrees in October. Ugh. So Thank that, you, Jesus. So that means it's full weather. That was one of
0: my talking points. Is like winter dining tendencies. <laughs> I was like, well, we're back. <laughs> I'm, I'm like seriously. I it's had to a, have it's a ta- officially
2: chilly. I mean, there's like a low of 48. People say it's yeah. not that cold in LA, but like it is it's colder here than it is in Chicago. Right it's now.
0: the it's the the. The gap from daytime temp to nighttime temp that is like,
2: wow, where did that come yeah, from? Yeah, high like, 75, low of 48. Yeah, you're like,
0: wow, I thought I had all these windows open. And you take a nap and you wake up and your nose is running. What in
2: the frickin? Yeah, so Jesus. so it's faux weather. Yeah, so it it's, it's been hairy. Yeah, every I drive by all these faux restaurants and there's just
1: lines out the dough. Hella T-O-G-O. What do you think's going to happen to the pokey game? In the cold weather. <laughs> it's going to take a drop. It a it's going to take a drop. It falls off, For right? sure. Pokey
0: season no longer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they have to make uh, Pokey chowder. That's <laughs> right. So it doesn't oh, go bad. Pokey chowder. You've got to, you know, life gives you, know, you lemons. That's actually a great idea. I've been telling you, I'm really good that at
1: turning. horrible. What are you talking about? No, I mean, You like, can make
2: it good. No, not not mm-hmm. raw Pokey. No, you cook I'm it. I'm saying, like, you have all this, like, from during the winter time, your Pokey place turns into a chowdery. Yeah, it's like an
0: oh, oyster. oh yeah, well, it's like yeah. oyster okay. bars. Right. They they always have a good chatter. It's like why is that? It's like, well, because
1: you take. I all was this I was picturing like congealed, go like soft, like half and half <laughs> with raw tuna floating. Yeah, it's like, it's I was like, like no, let's, yeah, I don't want to uh, eat that at all.
0: I'm not talking about Juliana's and <laughs> in 2004. No, sorry, Ugh, that was a LA quote. God. God. Yeah. I don't even know what that uh, you're talking about. Giuliano's raw food spot and on the west side. He had this crazy uh, Any fat, all these celebs like the very like Gwyneth Paltrowy kinda like I that raw of. food movie. There's this dude Giuliano, this long haired Hessian with like black teeth, <laughs> it was so annoying. <laughs> Like bringing down, like vegetarian, like some people will yeah. always, were, you know, like that. Street by street, block by block. Ugh, thank you, bring it all
2: back. I like that. Right before we started recording, we we're like, we don't. I don't want to dig anyone. I don't really. Know, <laughs> oh no no, no, no. Knock it. And you're like, this fucking piece of shit. I'll tell you what. He was trying to. Well, the reason okay. it was
0: ten years ago, and it's Giuliano. So, so if the you listeners are were... Juliano. That dude can get handle some shade. He's
1: so nuts. we're out
2: of the statue of limitation. Oh, big time!
0: Got For it. the
1: listeners, we're gonna dig deep into Jonathan Gold's. 101 best, yes. which came out, which is what we were talking about not getting nasty before because we all have our opinions on this. But first got
2: to make a little smile talk. <laughs> let's, just, let's just warm it up.
1: Oh. Um, Palm
2: Desert. See? Speaking of the soup Wedding. weather. Yes. Um, I've been making some porridges lately. Oh, And porridges are tight.
0: They're very uh, – it's, it's nothing more nourishing if you have the flu. If it's yeah. cold like this, it's like sticks to your ribs. It's fairly inexpensive and it keeps. Yeah. So it's like the perfect food. It's and you guys, it's you proper guys do a re- food. really
2: good porridge at, at your restaurant on yeah. the
0: weekends only? No, all the time. No. All the time? Though the thing is that people get it twisted is there's this this nice lady min. Hi, Minwin. Min, and she had porridge and puffs, and they were they did they had a pop up, and it was adjacent the porridge spot that was adjacent to the um,
2: the puffs was like a weed dispensary. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you puff and you porridge and you give, and mm. and it was uh, right where the Hollywood Farms Market is on the weekends, and thankfully she's been helping out the restaurant and cooking tons and tons and tons, so people keep people are.
2: People you ever keep, had porridge on weed? On weed,
0: <laughs> people keep confusing my boss and men around town mm. on the regs lately because they men's got a couple free of time. porridge heads on anyway, the streets. She was a big, and Jay Gold is a big proponent. She he flew her out to Sundance to to cook for the Sundance screening of uh, of his his soon to be released documentary. Mm. So that's how like she her porridge is is.
2: Bang it's it. Aspen worthy. It's Aspen dare worthy. Dare I say? Yeah, she. Yeah, I mean, that's how you make it in the game. You get called in to do catering. Park City worthy.
0: Long story short, porridge is hot right now.
2: Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, before, and it's so Porridge's easy to make. Right you just basically make rice, and then you just. Add more broth and just keep cooking it down until it turns kind of mushy, kind of soupy, but still yeah, a little thick and ricey.
0: It's like a forgiving, savory oatmeal because oatmeal, if you keep going, it'll just turn into like wheat paste and mm-hmm. be really tacky and almost inedible. But porridge has a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> really good rice cooker. You can revitalize it, it.
1: You know, almost. Yeah, uh, you know, pro- People would probably put me on a pitchfork, but. Really good rice cookers like the Zorishi's with the fuzzy logic. I don't even know what that function is, but I know it's they have like expensive. a porridge but setting. Do they? There's a porridge a congi- setting, congee setting, congi- setting. Oh, sure. it is on the machine. Analogous, by the way, for but the for the listeners, oh, congee and porridge. Are. It's really good, and it will, it will sit and keep much like a stew in a crock pot for you know a day, an mm-hmm. entire day. You can put it on the congee setting, and it will not. Um, get over glutinous and won't lose all its texture it's pretty amazing and also
2: if you make rice and you have leftover rice you can just put it in a pot the next day with more veggie broth chicken broth whatever you have and and make it from there it doesn't have to be from scratch
0: throw some onions in there we use we don't like make rice for porridge we just dip into the the well of our rice cookers and just grabs more. We have a, a like the one of the best appetizers on the menu is tofu rice cake. That's just born out of having excess rice and compacting it and turning into these little, rice. Like, rice medallions. Yeah. And
2: also rice you can, on rice. Yeah. You use the porridge as a vessel for anything. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, it's like a pizza. Fish. <laughs> I mean the porridge is super neutral. It has almost no taste. It's one of those things also in traditional Chinese medicine you know, it's it's kind of like the staple food when you can't eat anything, or mm-hmm. you've got a sore throat, or you mm-hmm. don't want to swallow, upset stomach. You don't want any you don't want any taste whatsoever. Cause it's completely one hundred percent neutral. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in that way, it's like pizza, where it's it has no taste and no flavor whatsoever. And it's all about aromatics and soy sauce or acids you're putting on top. It's like hoisin mm-hmm. for the, us works yeah.
0: really well because it brings out the body. It's the palate. But it you goes, can also make it white people porridge. Yeah, and it's very British. Yes, very British.
2: Um,
1: yeah, Just like put my, some chicken wings and some
2: poppers on it, <laughs> some. <Albanian laughs> poppers. I made well. I, well, it's really good it for, for leftovers because when I when we recorded the last episode, the meat the meat camp one, I just made a regular ass porridge with brown rice. I had some leftover oh, smoked duck so from uh, from a Chinese place, Mandarin Chateau in in Chinatown here in L.A. Mm. They do like a whole smoked duck, just the leftovers. Chop it up into little bits and then just hit it. It's like uh, it's kind of like heating up uh, duck confit and crisping up the skin in the pan. Mm. It's just kind of like that. You just chop it up into little in little nugs and in the pan with Any some the oil. Ch-
1: yeah, you can either stir it. And mix it in, or you can just leave everything sitting on top. Yeah, have kind of like mm-hmm. slowly take bites. You'll add peanuts or things with texture, mm-hmm. duck skin, fried shallots. Yeah,
0: I think it's good with like raw green a onions, lime in there.
1: raw
2: regular white onions, just thinly sliced regular onions as a nice bite. Yeah, it's so mild
0: that when we ever, if you ever order a porridge at Good Girl, we we've always hit it with uh, just like ground white pepper, like a fresh white pepper, uh, just yeah. just so you have like yeah. something on the nose.
1: To go for it. You can't nice. use Szechuan Peppa. Szechuan. I like a Aww. little
2: soft boiled egg in there. Yeah. That's I like a little salsa verde. Oh, yeah. Stir it in through That'd it. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So uh, if, you're, if you're a shitty cook, <laughs> try making porridge. It's very easy. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, if you if, you, if you're if you're an amateur entry level cook and you want to make a cool dish,
0: if you're yeah. in college and you're sitting on oatmeal right now, step it up the porridge. Yeah. Make the savory just version. Chop
1: up some Jimmy Dean breakfast sandwiches. Just grab your smoked top the porridge. Your
2: tea smoked duck that you have in your fridge, <laughs> and uh, just do a sous vide egg, and now, off you go.
0: Forget it. Just order Pizza Hut. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, from your Xbox. Yeah, come eat. I'll feed you. It's fine. Don't trip.
2: Speaking of Chinatown, we went to the Pok Pok opening lunch, Andre, last week. Did we not talk about this? Did we not talk about it? I don't think I we did. I don't think we Because the, the a... last two paws were, were guest-driven.
1: That's right. We, we did go to the, the Pok Pok them. opening, or the soft opening, or whatever. I don't understand. You I'm you not ate sure a, what they called it. You ate it. Pok Pok. How about that? The new Pok Pok. We ate at Pok Pok. No, one.
2: it was a soft opening. It was
1: very good. Yeah, those wings, man.
2: Nice.
1: Well, so... The Pok Pok Pod Thai that had been in Chinatown for a while now oh, had a I love it super so limited menu, small menu on purpose. And so finally, um, Riker got to open up his full menu restaurant. And it's, it's a big menu. It's a big restaurant. And it's restaurant. really good.
2: Eh. It's not that big. I it's like it was two be stories.
1: Bigger.
0: I've heard it was like a two hundred plus seater. No, that's a story. big restaurant, right? No, it's two stories. It hasn't opened. It, so I don't think it's kicked in. Oh, okay. That okay. No, place Whoa, is two yeah, stories. Yeah. My geez.
1: Well, that's what I. I heard the same thing, oh, and there was going to be like a two bars, upstairs bar, and when the, we went in, I was like, I definitely you do not see the second floor when you're in the bottom. So I think there must it just has a party out room, or I don't know what, but yeah, mm. it's two stories. The chicken wings were fantastic. What were some of our favorites? Um, chicken wings for sure the uh
2: the, the pork ribs with the with the green with the greens mustard yep. greens yep. definitely and uh, then there's like that duck
1: salad the cow soy was good oh cow soy we're we talking um, cow soy has been kind of taking over la recently i've noticed that's that. the new trendy one huh yeah, yeah. it's the new it's can you the explain new what cow soy is yeah. Go on, Andre, Go, go on, Jay, go. <laughs> well, I don't know how well of a job I'm gonna do. Better than me. Um it's uh coconut milk. It's a Wait, can, no, can you
2: explain it in Thai, please? Thank you. <laughs> <Jesus>. Uh <laughs> it's
1: a food podcast. And faster. Sorry, you sorry. set me up to, to fail <laughs> on a very offensive joke and I will not do that voice. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's a light to medium body coconut milk broth base. Um probably a little bit lighter than like Tom Yum soup, because it's not a full, heavy coconut milk, Um, Mm -hmm. with yellow curry, very mild yellow curry. Mm. Um, It's traditionally served with uh, raw... Or you get a side of adding like you would when you get pho. Um, They bring out um, pickled mustard greens, uh, raw red onion, and a lime wedge. And inside of it is... I think wide. like a
2: little sambal esque kind of thing, like a little chili paste. Was maybe that pock or no?
1: Maybe at pock pock. The way i been, I think they had some type of like little fermented chili paste that I threw in there. Yeah, I mean, usually that's on the table. So the Thai places I've been going to, it's usually like the Trinity of lime wedge, um, pickled mustard green, and raw red onion. Mm. And then so you've got the really mild Talk about a Trinity. yellow huh. curry soup base. Um, you've got some kind of medium wide flat rice noodles in the soup that's soft, and then you have a nest of fried of those same noodles fried, sitting on top for texture. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is in there? I think traditionally it's served with a thigh and leg mm-hmm. in the broth, but a lot of places that are doing it now in LA, you have a choice of you can. Crispy pork You can get beef Yeah you pork's what look, I've played. You got like a bunch But the traditional one Apparently is just A thigh and leg Of um, chicken Of chicken And then I think that's mostly The dish I'm trying to think Of what else is in there How much does it normally Cost
2: at these places That you're going to Six
1: dollars Seven dollars mm-hmm. It's kind of like A bowl of Pho From not a fancy place mm-hmm. Or Cause it's in Thai town In LA So it's much like boat noodles, you know, mm-hmm. your, your kind of standard noodle dish in Thai town for the most part is somewhere between that. five to eight dollars. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of places that do it well, and there's even one, a new Thai restaurant, um, that is calling it cow soy, like actually specializing cow soy in the name. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. They've um, been
2: getting, they've, yeah, and
1: it's good. Well, that's it called them? my favorite one. Um, I'm looking it up right now, so you guys talk about it. Is this the, the one soy? that
2: I heard a rumor that Night Market? Yeah. It was, was saying that they're kind of stealing their vibe?
0: That's, that's what's, that was the same place, if I'm not mistaken. And their deal was about the blood sausage? Mm. That was the deal that, you know, that Cal soy was doing. Um... This, like, off the menu blood sausages that Nightmark was also doing, and there's, I think, that cow
1: soy by Inthanon Thai is -hmm. the one that's just kind of trying to put their mark on cornering the cow soy market. But it's like a fraternity, it does a little bit.
0: So, neither here nor there, just squabbles, restaurant squabbles.
1: Squabbles,
0: yeah, happens on the regs, it doesn't usually come out into the Public, but it, I can assure you that this hella squabbles. Mm-hmm. Um, the best cow that rags. I had
1: was not from there. It was from Palantai Cuisine on Hollywood. Palantai? P A I L I N. It was really good. Palan hmm. Bailan and then, and hot fire I could've
0: sworn I saw it on the menu for that secret Chinese, that ginger grass. Oh yeah. You know, like their their Grubhub. Uh, delivery only menu. Oh, I haven't. Seen. I've Wait.
1: eaten there twice. I haven't noticed it on the menu. Oh, where right. ginger grass? No, it, it's secret Chinese delivery. You can. Oh, you've you've called.
0: It's very good for listeners. If you're having me anywhere near ginger grass, I'll, I won't put them on blast because I think they could probably use. They I can get more business if you can.
2: I don't think they're actually well, can, trying to be it's secret. It's Eden. Exactly. Yeah. It's Eden. It's there's, Eden? There's six tables. I didn't know that. It was.
1: It, it was it's the. Oh, it was gingergrass the tried to open that little coffee shop side area. Yeah. And so Never so it. Classic failure. Yeah. So there's. Oh,
0: like s- God. Yeah. We yeah, Where to do coffee as tables, an afterthought. There's not a ton. A difficult the, thing to do. And then you're like, oh, it's so like, looking, I just want to do coffee too. <laughs> Sorry. Gingergrass. Also,
2: Gingergrass is next door to a coffee shop. Or, yes. did, or did it close? To, uh,
0: no, that, it's still open. That silver lake coffee coffee. Yeah. Wow, we going to go there, there, there since before. There. Well, I used to go there I when go I lived there in there Orange lot. County to visit you guys. A lot of uh, writers there. Oh, yeah. And hella screenplays in that A lot of, a lot of laptops mud. open and Silver Lake Coffee. Yeah. Back in the day, it was paper.
2: <laughs> Not fun.
0: <laughs> now laptops. Not fun. Yeah. Oh. Um, but That's great. This is very good. I've had it as well. Secret Chinese.
2: Speaking of yeah. Grubhub. Give it. Not unlike a Postmates, dude. Oh,
0: no. I've been having issues with Postmates. Here it is. Lately. Postmates
2: Postmates is very, like, I think everyone in LA or in New York has been using it for a while mm-hmm. and seamless. But Postmates, if you don't know what it is, it's like a, a service, a courier service where if a restaurant doesn't offer delivery food, this place, you can just hit them up and they'll just order it to go and go and pick it up and yeah. bring it to you for a fee. So it's just, I think How, it's I uh, think it's like
0: fifteen, give or take. There's is, some
2: well it's more streamlined now. Like there's restaurants where it's like four ninety nine.
0: Okay, I think it depends on proximity well, um, too, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, it's it's a lot of proximity. But also it's like it's very weird, like I can order like a six pack of beer. Yeah, it's awesome. Or I can order like food from a very fancy restaurant. Yeah. Or I can there's straight up Wendy's and Subway on there.
0: Yeah. Also, I I could hit them up and take it as a courier. And I, if I, if the restaurant's low on onions, they will bring me like a sack of onions from like Restaurant Depot. Mm. You, you can go like off the menu and have them do something <clears> custom <throat> for wow. you. Well, it's great because it, it's warming picture of courier service, and that's what it is. But they also they're what they're known for is more for to deli- food and
1: I was excited delivery. getting Godmother. From getting the godmother from Bay yeah, City Uber on, Uber, t- on Uber Eats, that is so tight. I'm never not excited about that. Yeah, the
2: Uber Eats is is
1: amazing. It's crazy. <clears throat>
2: it shows like food shows up at your door so
1: fast. It's never been less than five minutes. Like More okay, so I'm on the third floor of my building. I have to as soon as I order it. I have to start walking down because <laughs> it's guaranteed that it's going to be downstairs. In five minutes, or at least the yeah. eight, nine times I've ordered it, it's always been within five and minutes. And a guy just pulls out a hoagie out of a out of cooler and hands it to you. It's also, you know, they hit the godmother sandwich, which has been famously maybe the best Italian sandwich in L.A. It's debatable. I mean, The best there's a bunch, sandwich, But it's certainly yeah. the best deli sandwich, the best Italian deli sandwich. Commonly regarded as the best but sandwich so in L.A. also so famous. It's like it yeah. could not be more famous in L.A. for, for being... What it is? It's an mm-hmm. institution, and, to say the least. And we would drive there, which could potentially be an hour from the east side of L.A. Yeah. to Santa Monica to get a sandwich. We would do, and it, it was worth it. Oh, it was worth also, it. Also, you drive an hour and then you wait in line for forty-five yeah. minutes. Yeah.
0: and it was fun. we were
1: just like you'd make BSing a day out of time. it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. get a Pellegrino. You'd bring the friends. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of times when, and now that sh- yeah. that shows up. And I will say though, it you know it's slightly soggy. The bread is so good at Bay Cities that it, it holds up after good. sitting there a little bit. It's it's not brand new, fresh, but luckily, totally worth it. An Italian sub travels
2: well, and it's got a good shelf life. Compa- I mean,
0: we're talking about daily meat here, baby.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's like you 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 order an, a double double from In and Out. It's got a shelf life of five minutes. Yeah, and then it starts. Getting yeah, it more travels shooting. well.
1: I, I feel like you know, if you're at some post house in Venice and you send out the intern to get lunch it's the same it's mm-hmm. still like it gets that soggy and stays that way for a little while mm-hmm. it's like yeah. the same sandwich even you know delivered by Uber Eats and then well,
2: so you coming from the restaurant perspective how how is Postmates working for you it's
0: extremely frustrating <laughs> not because, so tight <laughs> because there's not a partnership like they just post our menu online and if you're halfway seasonal like then you're just going through some knucklehead that works at a call center that's trying to order stuff from you and it's like that has been on the menu in four months like what the, what are you doing because there's not oh, like a, I because I don't, not, up, I don't have of access because I don't have access to update the menu myself right and so you know and they're you know they it's hard to reach I had to go through postmate support via Twitter and DM them to get them be like yo like we need to, like, you this, got an is, old ass this is not working for to me. You had a ride on them. This is not working for me. So I'm going to be really mead. Also, here's the deal. And this is me coming as a salary employee. Like they, we don't see a tip. Yeah. So, like, I do all this late work. You got me on the phone. I'm telling your call center people like what the deal is, and, like, no, we don't have that. Like, And, like, you got to call me back. And I have to like basically baby you through something that's so easy, but you guys are just dumb as Does rocks.
1: postmates show up on the caller ID, is the question?
0: No, they don't. Yeah, you know, they don't. Um, and we don't have just, time to check caller ID. I answer the phone up. when it says postmates? No, usually I usually put them on hold because I'm just like, they can wait. Because I've never seen anybody. From Postmates, that like half a cent to even like put in 50 cents, let alone a dollar in the tip jar. It's like we just did all the work for you, and then sometimes they like sweat you. I've definitely gotten in those fools' faces, like, or, and I've been very rude. Like, you need to chill, like, sit down, like, your food will come when it's ready. Like, you're little like, they're just <laughs> like, God, I get I have a bit of a temper sometimes, uh, <laughs> so I can get a little heated. They're just they're so rude.
1: Dun, 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 <laughs> Not good for the Postmates over here. Yeah, so they
2: just they just. But have you seen an increase in sales from it?
0: Um, yeah, but I haven't. uh,
2: Like, as as somebody who's doing the the actual work, you're not you're frustrated about it, but like is the owner of the restaurant, welcoming (sighs) the added sales.
0: Sure, but it's short sighted because it's at the cost of everybody else. Because then I have to hold postmates hand because they have falsified information and i have to spend my time can you just boycott it I mean, there. I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's coming to a point where I'm thinking about doing it, but it's so convenient to the customer. It's like it's such a it's like a proper debate. It's a like branding really thing,
1: too, in the sense that they like the food, so they order it a few times. They remember to go eat there when they don't want a delivery. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it, like there. I mean, that has to be some
0: kind of aspect to it too. It's convenient to
1: our customers, which is
0: nice. We have a, we started a delivery service, but they're on bikes, so it's kind of it's. And they're actually really quick, but it's just, you know, if there's a hill involved and we're on east side, is so hilly, it's really tricky for these guys. This is very intangible in the sense that,
1: like, if they've heard, good girl, I should eat there, they decide to try it, but they don't want to drive there, then they really love the food. Also, the flip side of that is that it's delivery, it's late, some things don't travel well, especially anything fried. Exactly. rolls. So then they try, and they're like, yeah, eh, it's not that it's, good. And I'm not talking to so the customer; like, I'm talking to this go-between yeah. person. I'm like,
0: ugh. and um, they yeah. don't care. Yeah,
1: if, you know, if they're ordering delivery, they don't have the benefit of talking to a server about recommending things, or yeah, and just like, know. and mostly
0: to go, it's like you're basically keeping all of us from helping people who are directly in front of our faces. Right, so right. if it's to go, like, you're just like you gotta snap, like, like let's go, like, give me your order, because I have a million things I should be doing there directly in front of well, my face. Well, I'm
2: sure Postmates knows about this, and they're probably... You know, it's still pretty new. Yeah. So I'm sure Enter they'll... Enter
1: the Stew10 for a 25% discount on <laughs> Postmates.
2: Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I mean- Post...
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I do appreciate them. <laughs> yeah, you know, okay, for twenty percent off your first
2: it. Postmates order, enter the stew when checkout. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> hey, uh, you know, I'm yeah. sure the stew, they know this and uh, they're trying mm. to keep it. Make sure yeah. to check out
2: Postmates.com backslash the stew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, are all a of hot deals. I mean,
1: I don't know how they're doing it. They're just giving it away. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but wait, so you, so you can you mentioned ordering onions from. Restaurant Depot. You talked about you can get a six pack of beer off of it. Sure,
0: it's a courier. Yeah,
1: yeah. You can get you name much it. Whatever. It's
0: like you know, name your price. And it's like I'm down to pay this. So I can much get a
1: screwdriver that. from Baller Hardware if I if I don't want to leave my house and I'm. I hanging guess out in there. theory, sure. In for theory, sure. For mm-hmm. sure. Wow.
0: Like I'm trapped in the sh- right. in the bathroom and I can't get out. Like because somebody screws <laughs> me a Phillips. You know. <laughs> like oh no, slow you know. here. <laughs> <laughs> We're still working out the kinks. It's possible. Hey,
1: I mean the end. I mean, I'm a troubleshooter here. It's kind of like, well, I don't know how Best Buy would work. I guess you have to show your ID and stuff. No, Best
2: Buy is on Postmates too. It is.
1: Yes, like on my app, there's like a
2: menu, and you can scroll down. It's like Wendy's, Fuh, Subway, Sprinkles Cupcakes, Tender Greens, and then like Subway. And I mean, sorry, Best Buy. And just like, let me get a. Freaking Walkman, bro. I need the new up.
1: Janet Jackson, an iPod cable, the new <laughs> and Janet a 55-inch HD TV. Mm-hmm. And throw in a couple <laughs> microwaves, too. <Yeah. laughs> Thank you. The future is now, buds. But you know what? That's crazy.
0: They don't tip. That's the thing. That's the biggest thing. <laughs>
2: Come God hey. damn it. They just don't tip. They're not my These mates. These schmucks. Oh, <laughs> not, speaking of... On a happier note, I'm still happy. We got, to, Andre and I, we and our friend Zach Brooks from Food is the New Rock, the other food podcast.
1: Zach, shout out. The
2: other, the only other food podcast. One of three. Um, we got to have lunch with Phil Rosenthal from uh, I'll Have What Phil's Having, which is a, a a pretty buzzing food TV show on PBS. And he also created Every, Everybody Loves Raymond. And he's like a, very famous, rich, happy, awesome, nice guy. Uh, he was a big Huge
1: mensch. Yeah, he's he's truly a mensch. It yeah, the- was, you know, I don't want to be too... Uh, yeah, he was a great guy. <laughs> no, I, I, I kind of lost it there, but it's like, he was so much fun to hang out with. If I didn't know who he was, I'd be like, can I hang out with you all the time? And it's like, yeah, I, I just really want to hang out with him because everybody wants to hang out with me because I'm rich and talented and I've got TV shows. But yeah. he was so much fun just to sit and eat food with. He was great. If you like his show, he is that guy on that show.
2: He re- he's exactly he the guy. He really on the show. is.
1: I just watched his LA episode.
2: It was on Monday, and he goes to like the farmers market and gets chilaquiles at La Toria. He goes to get carnitas tacos with Bill Esparza at Tacos El Momo oh, right in on. Boyle Heights, which yep. is if you haven't been there. Crazy,
1: crazy! If game. you go to Loteria because you saw the show or you heard this on the podcast, and you're getting the chili lace, and somebody else wants to know what to get, get the chili reno sampler. Oh, it's, yeah, that's that's my go-to Loteria move, and Loteria is probably the best thing to eat if you want Mexican food at at the farmers market for sure. Yeah,
2: and or best food or at the in, farmers. For, market. Yeah, Anything for sure. There. Best thing right. at the farmers market.
1: I had mm-hmm. a soft spot for that Korean spot for a minute, but.
2: Hmm um yeah the brazilian spot there's good too but brazilian like Loteria is like real Loteria is probably the shining star and it's cool because you can get the Loteria and then right across the hall there's a bar there and you can just yeah. grab, grab a few beers while you're eating your get your chips beer. and what was the
1: silverton burger spot there that closed? upstairs uh
0: short order
2: short order yeah, yeah. closed right short order closed mm-hmm. yeah and now there's just short cake, which is like pastry. Right? Which right. is really, really good. good. Yeah. And he goes there as well. But he goes yeah, you know, he does like the Koreatown thing. He goes to commissary with Martin Short. Which <laughs> is really funny. For the first time that? Yeah, he's he's never had Korean food, doesn't know what it is. Yeah. And he's eating it just like whoa this is insane. Does he like, a pot or does to commissary? He goes to commissary and pot. Food. Um oh, yeah. he goes to like langer's with with Norman Lear, and it's like very classic. Shout out Norman Lear. LA stuff. Huh. Um but it's and it's yeah, it's it's a it's a cute show. It does not dive deep into food whatsoever. It's, it's very much on the surface, but he's just like this happy little wonder wonderful man who's It's sweet and it's spirit. fun
1: for the family and he definitely goes to at least, you know, I can't judge some of the like the Tokyo show. I've never been to Tokyo. Or wait, no, Hong Kong. Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. Never been to Hong Kong. But all the places he goes to in L.A. are places oh, that spots. I keep in very high esteem as mm-hmm. far as some of the best food in L.A.
0: We've all been to all those so places. So
1: even if he doesn't necessarily really dive in the dishes as much, um, anywhere he's going is worth eating at based sure. on f- L.A. show. It's
2: funny. He went, he went to um, the Grand Central Market mm. and him and this actress, whose name I forgot, but she... They're eating at Belcampo at the counter, and then this girl, Mm, Belcampo, Belcampo, which you have heard of from our last episode, but they're eating at the counter, like having hot dogs and fries and stuff like that, and a a stranger, like a random woman off camera, walks by and then just says to the back of their heads, no... No meat is humane, or something yeah. like that. And then they're, and
1: it's just like a, they have a weird freak out moment. Also, the irony is that it's probably the most humane meat in Sweet the world. Sweet irony. Yeah. Sweet irony. <laughs> but it was a very
2: LA moment. That is very LA. <clears throat> and you could, it's funny, every restaurant they're at, you, if you pay attention to the people in the background, every single shot has somebody
1: taking video or photos right. of, of everything. Course. Which is kind of sad. Isn't that fun? <laughs> Isn't that fun that that's the world we live in? Also, yeah. Skywalker probably could have held that, dealt with that moment pretty well, too. If <laughs> they wanted to drop that out of there a little bit. <laughs> no, they wanted to. No, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, sure I, they yeah. did. Yeah. Yes.
2: Hey, man, I could have cleaned. But Zach at Skywalker. I could and have fixed could have that in the post. Zach and I are listening. Yeah. Um, well, let's get into the meat of this episode the Jonathan Gold. The infamous Jonathan Gold's 100 best the restaurants. 101's. I got I got pulled up here on the lap. Um, number 1 yet again. Every year he does a uh, 101 best restaurants in LA. It's like a worldwide famous thing. Everyone talks about it forever. It's like yeah, it's
0: like when like the province It's been years. it's been th- this is the 3rd year. But it's it's something that is he's been doing since before he's been to the Times and the LA Weekly, so you'd have this great Yes. physical copy. Yes. so you could you know you could check, it, check everything out yeah, like, the like oh which are the ones I've been to oh I've never heard of that one that's pretty cool and he does a great mix of like high you know like Providence and the bourgeois and the fine dining and the tastings and then mm-hmm. like the the grimy yeah, you got like to. Alhambra spots because that's LA and taco trucks and, and delis and everything mm-hmm. so it's and coffee shops and, I uh, really beyond.
2: I've never been to Providence it's like it's a very fancy prefix kind of menu all seafood for the most part
0: i think almost exclusively pretty yeah. much exclusively. So if, if it's not vegetables then it's seafood
2: and i really want to go but it's just it just really is expensive been, i mean they're
0: all expensive it's also tasty menus are tough because i'm not the biggest fan of making reservations and for a tasty menu you kind of have to but like, what if you made a reservation like three months ago, which is maybe what it takes? But in that day, you know, say it falls on November eleventh and November eleventh, you're like, I really don't feel like sitting down and eating for four hours. <laughs> so it's it's just I'm just I'm more of an impromptu diner, so tasting menus are. Fixed. Well, you they, mentioned that many like, times. Yeah, the foodie, day. you not, the, few, <clears throat> the what foodie I'm not. I'm just kidding.
1: That's great. I, I, don't I will say be a the foodie. combination of the cost. And also the type of dining experience, the ambiance, it's a, it's, a, it's a museum experience. And I think we kind of talked about that, too, mm-hmm. when you went to Chuamec, where it, my favorite memories of eating food don't involve, you know, necessarily a Chuamec experience mm-hmm. or something like this with white tablecloths, people kind of, you know, in, in low tones and mm-hmm. very kind of minimalist, subdued interior, mm-hmm. white tablecloths. -hmm. I mean, those are not the memories that I think of when I think about food. Sure. So it's it's hard to kind of motivate yourself to do that unless there's a reason somebody wants to go. It's their birthday, you know. Mm -hmm. Or you're just really rich. It's not the three of us sitting at this table. That is not our stees. That's not to put it. But I really want to try try it. Yeah. If I was retired, it would be. (laughs) It's kind of a bucket list thing, but it's also it's not going to be the most fun you have eating food. That's very true. Yeah. Very true. You know, to me that. That's usually, the backstop is like, you know, how much fun is this going to be? Um,
2: number two, Taco Maria in Orange County, which is um, pretty bold. So excited for Super Orange! Bold. There's plenty
0: of Orange County love on here, which is great. Mm-hmm. Both three things. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's okay, great. So
2: it's a little taco spot in Costa Mesa that's very cool and fancy, and the guy who runs it, he like gets I mean, all of his corn super high quality and he and he makes the masa out of it and he sells it to other restaurants and all this stuff he's like the guy i mean and i mean, it's, I, mean I wouldn't I say still have it, never
0: been there either i wouldn't say the taco spot. i mean it's like a tasting menu it's a ta- you know it's 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 inside of this yeah it's a it's a, it's, it's, a, it's fancy it's inside of orange county's equivalent of grand Central market and it's and you walk in and you and you know whoa, whoa, whoa prefix like 75 dollars like i just want to get some tacos but you know <laughs> you, you gotta sit down and do the whole spiel, but it's beautiful. I've one of the more immaculate lines, like the kitchen setup, like from the mm-hmm. from the stovetop. Stove it's like a beautiful line. It's it just is. really small, and it's a small seating. I think, yeah, you know, they might do private events or whatnot, but it's basically a test tasting menu, which is impressive. Number Orange three,
2: yeah. Spago number three,
1: Crazy. which is which is wild. Yeah. Well, they've um, had they've had a big renaissance in the last like eighteen months.
2: I didn't know that Yeah
1: I mean it really Kind of came back from Spago's like Wolfgang
2: Puck's restaurant That was I mean Did it start in the 70s Or yeah, the 80s I to like right? look it, it up 80s. But I, w- I would say
1: 80s The yeah. uh, 80s It kind of like the The Preeminent Restaurant to Bring California food mm-hmm. To kind of Prominence Yeah, uh, In the, in out- the 80s and
2: 90s It was just like Where you went When you are yeah, Famous outside and rich outside in of Beverly Hills
0: Outside of from elevated California food from being like Alice Waters kind of slow food movement to this kind of Malibu, Nobu, like bourgeois dining experience. That's what Spago. Because California
1: cuisine have for a eaten while... Have you I food. have. It's very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't eaten there in the last 18 months. Mm-hmm. Um, work's been slow. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's kind of like, you know, it's... Uh, it's it's a great experience and it's a very classic experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and the food, I mean, the food's always going to be really good. Yeah. Um, being on this list outdated? means that it's being. Well, I don't know. I mean, the food scene. I, I think the last time I made there was like two thousand six, two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, food culture was even different just in you know those eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I, w- I would say it's some, you know, it's it's something you want to do if you live in LA at some point. It's, but it being on this list now is really kind of showing that it's it's stayed. The name has stayed so strong, and they've managed to rebrand their, or not rebrand, but re do their menus in a way that makes them insanely exciting. And I've been, I mean, the only reason I know about this because I've been reading about it and mm-hmm. been seeing Spago mentioned in the last year. More than it has in the last 15. Yeah, it was
2: just kind of floating around for a while.
1: And I think, I, I, you know, I don't know at what point or anything about Wolfgang Puck and how hands-on he is or how hands-off he is, how much time he's spending on QVC selling his cookware, how much yeah. time he's developing recipes for his frozen foods. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the thing is that the name Wolfgang Puck has gone so far from fine dining that it's insane. I mean, there's a Wolfgang Puck in every airport in the United States that has yeah. more than yeah, 10 would, flights
2: a day. It would be like if Martha Stewart had like a very crazy dope restaurant right. that she maintained but, as well.
1: Yes, but the difference being that Wolfgang Puck made his name on Spago yeah, on being such an unbelievable chef. I mean, the thing is, it, the the name and the brand is diluted because he's be, become so successful and decided to do things like airport restaurants and takeout <laughs> spots. And mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen a Wolfgang puck express restaurant or wolfgang puck restaurant in a long time the 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 cheesy ones that had like you know Mm -hmm. tomato soup and flatbreads but it was Mm -hmm. supposed to be good food but cheap but it really ended up not being that at all Mm -hmm. um but you know we're gonna get to it but cut is also on this list which is his steak restaurant that's right yeah spago being number three i mean that's that's coming from you know what i consider one of the most reputable people to talk about food Mm-hmm. The only Pulitzer Prize-winning um, food, food writer, to, you know, in the game, um, it, it speaks critic. way beyond, or food critic, but it, it speaks way beyond um, Wolfgang Puck. You know, it speaks to what they've been able to reinvent that restaurant into.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it hasn't been on this list before, really. I mean, I, I can maybe think, I'd have to look it up, I but I don't of It wasn't at three.
1: So, yeah, I can't think of something so famous that became so. Blase or so, kind of like, oh yeah, I remember that that was famous once. Mm-hmm. To then come on this list and be like number three—that's insane. Yeah, to yeah me. Like
0: relegated to an expensive CPK, and now it's like,
1: whoo, it's Spago. again. You know, Providence number one, Spago number three. These are exceptionally expensive restaurants. Yeah, that are—I mean, even out of the birthday realm of a lot of people. I mean, oh yeah, it's, it's you're, you're walking out of there.
2: You're spending three, four hundred without wine for.
1: Yeah, for two people. You know, I mean, that's... Taco Maria is a little bit more reasonable, not exceptionally it, cheap. But it ain't cheap. Yeah. But even... For, even, it,
0: uh, for Mexican even, food, it's sure as hell as it cheap.
2: No. Even number four, Twamek, which is a full... I was surprised about that one. Full only prefixed set menu. I mean, I think that's like 125 yeah. I think. And then yep. Providence, you know, their cheapest menu is... A hundred and you like get four dishes and then like yeah. if you want the full one it's like three or four hundred bucks.
0: Yeah, it's like lunch, basically. Your hundred dollar one it's like that we're just cruising for mm-hmm. impromptu hangs.
1: I, I will say what's interesting about Jonathan Gold's one oh one, I don't know him personally. I've been reading him his reviews forever since I moved to LA and he has introduced me to some of the most amazing, cheap culturally Interesting, authentic, made me drive to places that I didn't even know existed when I moved to L.A. Um, So you have to imagine when he's putting these expensive restaurants on this list, he's doing something that is more than necessarily what his soul is. You know, I don't know if if he took if somebody came to visit him from out of town i don 't know if the first place he would take them is Providence and then Taco Maria and then Spago. Right. I think he 's intellectualizing a lot of what his experience with food is, and I think it 's vast and amazing, and he is really kind of talking about these eating experiences that will stay with you forever and and, 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 that's, and, yeah. and they will be that, but they also like going back to what I said before, they may not be your favorite memories or your most fun memories, but this is kind of this is the museum tour of food in some ways. Because it's a long way, I'm scrolling down, it's a long way till you get to a place that really animal, is really. what won Jonathan Gold his Pulitzer and what really embodies him is finding small, hole in the wall, culturally specific, inexpensive restaurants that he made famous. And he's the, he's the reason I went to San Gabriel Valley for the first time, or, you know, to eat. Well, I'm sure a lot, a lot of, people, of it
2: is him kind of doing his civic duty yes as uh, as the public voice to say like you know yes there are, are amazing banh mi spots that are in a roach infested closet somewhere that will be the life changing flavor but you know like the work that has to go into making the menu at providence is right. just so crazy that it deserves yeah. i don't an accolade. know but i
1: can i feel like i feel comfortable almost guaranteeing that the last bite of food that goes into Jonathan Gold's mouth if he's given the wish is not from Providence mm. it's from yeah. Golden Deli it's from, it's from some place that he found San Gabriel or it's something I know he's eaten not only at Noma but when Noma did a pop-up in Hong Kong like I know that he the the most famous places he's eaten at the most expensive places is not the last bite of food he wants to taste before he it's going to be a night.
2: chili cheese fries from Tommy's I mean, yeah, very easy. I mean, and he,
1: that's and that's you know <coughs> to be taken in consideration in talking about this list. And he
0: was uh, he's also so now he's at the Times but before he's at the Weekly, but he's also been like a big champion of of Northeast LA before. Like Highland Park was a big boom town, and even Civil Lake and Echo Park, he would champion in these Way spots before. because so he would definitely draw people out there. Like he always would ride for Oyster, and they would always be on this list years ago, like five years ago. They always made the cut. Good Girl's been on there before. He's, like, very proud and always been trying to get people to go east, and it's worked. So now I feel like he's balancing the tides. He's got the times now. Mm-hmm. So you got – there's a lot of factors. Plus, it's like your times change. We're talking about one dude's list, so it's going to change over the years, which is pretty, we got Russell, pretty fun.
1: We got Rust Canyon coming after Twamek.
0: Which is great. Shout-outs to, to Josh.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. First off,
2: Twamek at four. Charles Freshman. Very tight. <laughs>
0: I mean, uh, no, uh yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I love Twomac.
1: No, um, Rustic Canyon.
2: Rustic Canyon. Rustic Canyon is very tight, and their uh, the other their new spot. Uh, what's it called? Esther's uh, Wine. Esther's Wine. Also very tight. They have a, a great
0: friend of the pods.
2: They have great charcuterie there. I think he's like people are saying that his charcuterie game is better than his Rustic Canyon game. Interesting. Um yeah, Rustic Canyon. Definitely get the green pozzoli. That was my favorite thing there. And
0: uh, Andre's favorite, we said it before Elemental made the cut. So much. Well, well let's we'll we probably
2: only yeah. have time to do the top ten here. Yeah. But um yeah. number six, I don't even know what Moza Plex is. I'm assuming that, so. Good on us. Well, I'm <laughs> I mean, assuming Motoplex. I also sh- have no idea. Well, what it I, I have a feeling multiplex just means the oh, corner. Kespaqa Austria Moza, Austria. Moza, and Kespaqa,
1: exactly, yeah, yeah.
0: which is great. And he also, you know, he did the same thing down, further down. Let's forget the top, but like Grand Central Market's on there. Just as Grand Central right. Market, was like I wouldn't ride for everything in Grand Central Market. You know, <clears throat> you just yeah. can't do that. Yeah. You know,
1: multiplex by far. Is
0: well deserving of number Absolutely. six.
1: Absolutely. Well, I would. The, last year,
2: I had Valentine's dinner at Key Spaca, and it was it was the most impressive meal I had all year. Yeah. It, it, it blew me away. It was Scott so Mosier, good. who was
1: just on the podcast. We were talking today, and he ate there a few nights ago and had the pork chop for the second time. And he was like, "Yeah, the pork chop might be the where was telling me the pork chop might be the best thing I've ever eaten." It's been a year and a half since he have been there. He had it again a few nights ago and said again, "It might be one of the best things I've ever eaten." Yeah. It's wild. It is ninety dollars. Yeah, Good for guy. two, and, and definitely feeds two, so not that expensive. That's but not it's, crazy. It's not. It is one of those things where you're like, okay, try that pork chop.
0: That's a lot of money. It's a, a lot decent, of money, but when, a lot of money. I've
2: had a lot of dishes that cost you know upper twenties, low thirties that were definitely whatever, like a thirty-two dollar. Like roast chicken entree or sure. like a steak that I thought was shitty. That's tough. But if someone was like, hey, pay $10 more and you will have the best dish yeah. I've ever had in my life, then no, no brainer. Um, so the
1: top 10 is not that exciting.
2: Number seven, Shunji. I don't even, I've never even heard of Shunji. Um, Luke's at number eight is kind of surprising. Luke Maybe they're yes. having a renaissance as well. Luke's. Um, but looks looks is good, but I don't know. Maybe they have a crazy thing. These they were very popular. You got to you factor know, in service and things. Five he's, years go he's got
0: experience. Like he's you know like the dining experience and everything. So they, we're talking about places where they like they don't play. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, they, they that were popular
2: the for having a, a whole suckling pig on Sundays. Mm. Yep. And look, Sean at number nine. Um, I don't think I agree with that, but maybe they have improved or something. Seafood heavy. People love it heavy. And That's then, the same the same guy who does Father's Office. Yes, That's like his Asian restaurant. That's
0: Sang-y. Yeah, I mean, I hear uh, great things, but I don't. I mean, I mean, I was definitely surprised to see that. But I mean, Animal Number Ten is cool. It is a no brainer. That's because you were talking about and Luckshon. I don't think is really no, like they're, they're, we're talking about a lot of t- tasty menu heavy animal. When I you know it still feels like a Dave Head restaurant. It's pretty. Pretty it subdued, it's mm-hmm. pretty chill. I don't think it started expensive? out as like being this crazy that's thing.
1: Until John and Vinny started doing stuff with Ludalophib, that was like that's still John and Vinny feels like that. I mean to a, to an extent. It's a neighborhood it's restaurant. It's expensive. Animal, you know, like mm-hmm. their their place their own place is son of a gun. It is it's casual, expensive dining. I
0: mean mm-hmm. petite toit's like that. It's pretty it's yeah, it's true. fairly it's a beast yeah, show. You know? It's they're, really comfortable. They're all places Their service where you can, is great. you and can
2: sit down and have a dinner for four with a white tablecloth and get a three hundred dollar ball of wine and spend a buttload, and you can also sit at the bar, get a beer, and have a burger. Punch the clock. And it's very solid. Super enjoyable.
0: I was going to say, it's impressive that every one of John and Vinny's restaurants are on here, except for their brand new one, which is 12 Family, but every single one made the list, which is extremely impressive.
1: Mm-hmm. That
0: is... That yeah, is. I'm sure John and is, Vinny's Son of a Gun, really Animal, Twomek, Ampetuit Twelve, they all made the list. It's like, and they had a show wow, that's impressive.
1: Or Travel Network, whatever, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> whatever
2: their show. And they just There's do a show ton of catering. catering. Was. Yeah. Um, Bestia 12, I'm not
1: a Bestia fan.
2: Not a Bestia fan. Yeah, somebody who was saying, the Alimento guy was saying, when you own a restaurant, especially in L.A. or New York where rents are super high, it's insanely hard to make a good salary from it. Even if your restaurant is doing well like Alimento is, like, you know, pretty much every table is, is full every night and there's a waiting list and you have to make a reservation on a weekend. He said it's still... Tough to actually, you know, get rich off of it, off of your wildly successful business. And he said, like, Bestia is sort of the one restaurant in LA that's really making money.
0: Well, because they jumped
2: and they bought in a
0: space that was really grimy. And Alimento jumped into Silver Lake when they were, and it was like very much Silver Lake. But Bestia was like, Pretty ahead of the curve mm-hmm. for that grimy little yeah, they, section. They, they roll the I dice imagine what she, I think they own it. also they bank will by some heavy hitters. So, yeah.
1: I will, I will say for I don't know why, um, but Bestia. When I hear people who live like out of town, kind of farther away, like Orange County, people that don't spend any time in L.A., I would say like people with you know some Orange County investment money mm-hmm. things that like, they would never come to L.A. to eat. Our friends, parents coming up to L. A. and always they want to best, have dinner yeah. before a show. To go to Bestia, it's always Bestia. Yeah. It's like somehow, like Bestia is a destination restaurant, and I don't think—I mean, the food's good, cocktails mm-hmm. are good. Oh well, but I every have time a, I go there, I just look around. I'm like, nobody or very it's like going, few going to a people, Laker game. Yeah, it's like going to It's Laker like going to a Laker game. Very few people in this restaurant live in L. A. Yeah, I think it has. A, I don't know, understand.
0: It's don't not understand. a a restaurant. I
1: think
2: it has a feel of like uh cheesecake factory if it was like a fine like it's like it's a a huge restaurant They pack you in there and there's tons of lively activity it looks like a restaurant scene in a rom-com there's like a lot of hustle and bustle and attractive people everywhere and there's wine and there's cocktails and the music's kind of loud and pumping and the food is just flying off of the off the line it has like a very kind of upbeat energy, whereas a lot of people coming from Orange County who are more casual or, you know, are going to go to a, a place that's, you know, like a white tablecloth or like one of these hipster unique places and they're just going to not feel comfortable
1: there. You will, I mean, you will get good service. You will, you know, you will kind of, I guess, get the experience that you're spending the money for, but the food is not the best Italian in LA to me for sure not even close
0: we're not even talking about restaurants that start with Osteria yeah, you know, seriously. The buca.
1: Um, number
2: thirteen, Gorilla Tacos. That's great. <clears throat> very happy to see that. Which is dope, but I've never eaten there yet, unfortunately. But I mean, they go there on the on what's that? I'll have what Phil's having, and it looked really dope. They had I mean, like a. But you still run the truck too. Yeah, they run the truck.
0: They're in front of Blacktop Coffee often, which is really cool. It's nice to be right there. Um,
2: um they're all over, and you can get like a crazy like hamachi tostada with uni on it out of a truck which is pretty cool
0: it's cool to see Cassia there because that you know they've been dormant for yeah. a while Cassia is the people that did uh, Spice Table and it's great to see yeah. them just like pop right back and they've been getting oh, tons so of good sad. press Spice Table's but, gone That's my favorite yeah Spice Table downtown thanks the is great but they got, they got rid of one of my favorite restaurants on the east side in, in all of LA but Cassia, good for them for making the list because they seem like really nice
2: people. Um, Ink at number 15 is a surprise. <coughs> I've I never eaten there. I was, I was not into the food when I went there. Hey, That's the one in Pasadena? No. no. It's, it's on the Beverly, I think. That's Vitaglio Spot. It's spot. on My Melrose.
0: Former uh, so what winner inca? of whatchamacallit. What yeah. The... Squinink is their sandwich spot. Sandwich spot. And Ink is their fine dining. Okay. Just, it's not all tasting, it's just like a fine dining. No, it's called sack. Ink oh yeah, you're right. Squid box. ink is is uh, as a, a column in the weekly.
1: Yeah.
2: Ink sack has a few really good yeah, um, yeah, Ink sack is good. Yeah, cut at sixteen is also surprising, considering possibly
1: the most overpriced steak I've ever eaten in Los Angeles. Yeah, man. Or anywhere in my life, I would say. And there's
2: and we know where you can get really good steak for a tenth of the price.
1: Taylor's in Los Angeles. Yeah, Casca at seventeen is awesome. Alimento at eighteen is mm-hmm. probably my favorite Eastside LA restaurant. Period. Mm-hmm. I, I think if you you know if you want Italian that night, but everything from the pork belly salad to the chicken pate—it's it's
2: yeah. I was trying to get the chicken liver pate recipe out of him, but he wouldn't tell me. I but he said that. that he cures his. Uh, cures his livers before doing that In the in the pink curing salt Which is a good start No what, sous vide now The first best
1: ones up. in this list so far For us Eastsiders Number 20 Night Market Song mm-hmm. Definitely yeah. deserved Which is great yeah, I, great I ride
2: for Night Market Song I've It's hit. a great, and awesome, would, fun restaurant And
1: I would say Minus Gorilla Tacos The cheapest restaurant in the top 20 by far
0: Top 20 Yeah, it's going to be yeah, and it hits at twenty. It's but gonna be night you market. You can
1: get an unbelievable plate of food for eleven dollars at dinner yeah. at night market. And
0: it's also the only other place aside from Gorilla where it's like not posh fine dining tablecloth tasting menu. It's just like, and it's, the, like, it's like going just to like a Thai spot.
1: And at lunch, the best fried chicken sandwich in Los Angeles.
0: And at dinner, the best fried chicken. So oh, they, they have, have a dinner,
1: dinner too. They have yeah. it for dinner. It's off the menu. But yeah, I yeah. won't call it.
0: Oh, best. I'm not gonna call it, it the best, personally. But you know, that's just me. Oh, it's very, very look, good. What you got another one? Yeah, no, 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 no. I just, I just, yeah, I, I had a dry bun. What am I gonna
1: say? <laughs> I had <a laughs> you had a dry bun, bun there. I had a
0: very dry bun. Whenever like, I, I go a, guy, there, it's it was a crouton. Women in mayonnaise. It's uncontrollable. Well, the bottom side is one thing. There's mayonnaise, but the top is just like a it's like a dry bun. A dry bun.
1: Interesting.
0: Hey, the food is great.
1: We have AOC coming in, Orson Winston. I heard that is one on of the better tasty minis. Squirrel twenty six. Of course,
0: the squirrel is well deserving. They kill it. The mm-hmm. squirrel's
1: good. Grand Central Market at twenty seven, again goes back to what you were saying about him grouping a bunch of things together. That's there not are a fair. lot of popular things at Grand Central Market. I do not like to eat. Yeah, I would say that's kind of an unfair. But I understand him not wanting to put. Three or four restaurants all in the same place yeah. maybe in there. Mm-hmm.
0: I understand it takes a lot of spots. Church and State, They're Church and nice State's, to see them coming back around again.
1: Church and State's always fantastic. Chengdu Taste, speaking of the SGV, at 29. Hmm. Arguably Zol- the best Szechuan food in all of Los Angeles and mm-hmm. in a very competitive neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Again, one of those places that Jonathan Gold sent me to. Jitlada 30. I that's you know, I he's been a proponent of jitlada f- forever. hmm I I you know he, I would love to go jitlada with him and eat what he likes to eat. It's a menu that's famously over two hundred items mm-hmm. specializing in southern Thai food. But I, I've had better Thai food in LA and in Thai Town. It's also
0: real vibey though. It is. It's fantastic. It's an ambiance. They kill it. The lady who runs the show there, wow. she kills it. It's very comforting. It's super warm and like that's like a you go if I lived over there I'd I'd hit Jelata on the because it felt. it feels really good. If I was bummed out I'd go to Jelata.
1: I am not knocking lot in the least. It's fantastic food. It's but you got Sap Coffee shop. shop coming up in the same list and I, I, I find the boat noodles and some of the dishes and I like sap yeah, coffee. Yeah, they shop have like the lot.
2: green jade noodles there. Jade, jade noodles. You can go to Duck Sap for lunch. An amazing lunch bowl of noodles or soup for I mean, it's dirt cheap, I mean, it's and it's
1: staler. And then do, s- I do not like pot being above Parks Barbecue in this list no, at Parks thirty-seven, is- thirty-eight. That's uh, wild. That's
0: funny. That they're right next to each other. It's
1: not funny. It's like yeah, Parks you know, too good.
0: Parks is like further. Oh god! Talk about a birthday restaurant. One of the,
1: and it's also cheaper than a bunch of the ones in the higher in the list, but mm -hmm. it's not cheap. But the best Korean barbecue barbecue. spots in in all
0: of L.A. If in K Town,
1: we
2: think. Yeah, most. most, I would agree with that. I mean, when it's just coming down to the meat flavor, when I when I have eaten at Parks, and you do it the right way. The meat is just so much better. The
0: place is gigantic. It's also fun. I'll be honest. The service is pretty good because you know they're fairly nice there. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a It's it's great. Blood cells made it. But like some of the ones that are on the personal note, the people that I think people should people who are seeing this list, like and you're like, wow, I'm inundated with 101 like uh, Corazon Miel. If you're going, if that's worth a trip, and they're really nice guys and. And we've had their food together at this one festival, and they blew us no, away. Their taco was fa- and they're
1: fantastic. It's actually yeah.
0: pretty cheap. Just it's cheap. It, well, it's also in the city of Bell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So there's that, but it's it's also not that far from downtown, and it's very very good. And also, I, I I love Mexicali, and they made the cut. He rides for them too. And it's just like a simple Mexicali is dope. It's just like get your get your if you're you know. If you're really feeling like nachos and you don't want like nacho cheese, you want it done right. Things like that, Vampiro tacos, like great, yeah, rich they're, cheese. They're just
2: regular like carne asada, Vampiro taco, <sighs> very it's solid, really
0: good. Yeah, and, and also pretty affordable. So it's nice for him to show those,
2: you know, those type of. You know, show them love, you know, and they have a very tight salsa bar there. They have a very
0: tight salsa bar, plus, it's like it's kind of tucked away it's right by getting on a major freeway. You've passed by it a bunch, but you didn't really know. So, it's nice to see it like a Jonathan Gold give mm-hmm. them love because their parking is kind of hairy, but they're really nice people that run the spot, too. And, of course, on the meal, very parking. Yeah,
1: so I'm spinning through the list, I'm up to 60, skipped a bunch, and yeah, there's a but it's Atari a big Sandwich list. Shop in Beverly Hills
2: mm-hmm and he's been a big fantastic <clears throat> he's been a big upper of
1: that place for a long time middle eastern food
2: yeah persian restaurant persian restaurant specifically they, um, but if you want to imagine
1: what it is they're
2: really known for their tongue sandwich and their soup and their osh soup which oh, is like a great so kind of tangy barley soup that has if yogurt someone if in someone it and, yeah if
1: someone described it, and continue but if you Heard the breakdown, of the ingredients. You'd be like, eh, it "Sounds mm-hmm. like a barley vegetable soup." Yeah, it's one of those it's things phenomenal. where the, the, the
2: sum of all the ingredients is much greater than what it would sound
1: like. Like the pureed bean soup at Alimento. Mm-hmm. If you ask somebody to describe and what you should get at Alimento, and you tell them the bean soup, and they're like, "Well, tell me about it." Well, it's kind of blended. It's a little smooth. It's a drizzle of oil on top. It's great, and it is one of the most amazing yeah. things you will ever eat. It's a classic Italian dish, though. Too, I, I mean, the, t- the the bean I've never, soup. Yeah, I mean, I made this showing last night, and one of the things that I always do is blend a can of of cannellini beans or butter beans with warm stock, blend it till it emulsifies. You add that, and you get a texture that's maybe getting close to what they do. Alimento. I have no idea what's going on there, but there's yeah. there's something. I mean, I and grew up Italian, and and Christmases and Thanksgivings and. Easters, I mean, it's like. Well, I'm sure. have never had a white bean or a, a bean soup like I've had there. I mean, it's insane.
2: I'm sure Grandma's not, you know, hitting it through the the fine mesh
1: sieve no. four times. No, it's it's, it's not going through the chinois four times and then cheesecloth. It's right. good both ways. And though. then
2: cut with cultured butter from <sighs> some ranch and burgundy or something. You know,
1: that is, you know, out of all the things at Alimento they do so many great things and I'm obviously such a huge fan of that restaurant but that's the one thing where I look at something bean soup okay and that's that's that moment of like I don't know what this is like I don't I'm, I I've never tasted a bean soup that tasted so much like a perfect unbelievably flavored bean How you do that I don't know it's one of those it's like it's like <laughs> Well you know like I I think of of flavor and synthesis of flavor
2: I say because of that, I will look into getting the Alimento Chef on this pod, and we can talk Yay. to him about it
1: directly. Yes.
2: And then I'm going to squeeze that chicken liver pate <laughs> recipe out of him. Just the door's locked from the inside, homie. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. These mics aren't hot. There's three of us. <laughs> you know what time it is. Two of them are very large. mics.
1: Sea Harbor, at... number 63, another place that I got sent to by Jonathan Gold. Um, Dim Sum vibes? Unbelievable Dim Sum. Yeah. Fantastic. Tight. Uh, Din Tai Fung. Din Tai Fung is, is a no-brainer.
0: Playground, another OC uh, list maker. I can't no, not forget it. But still, you know, like it's cool to show love down south.
1: Yeah. You got Langers at seventy-five or seventy-four.
0: It's also, got it. You I mean it's like it, you Langer's know, if, you're, top, if, top if, five if, you, if you've forever. never been to LA, you know, and then
1: you know, obviously Jelena and
0: Jugasta makes yeah. it. That's a no-brainer. Satin
1: Coffee shop at eighty. Mm-hmm. That's a very small restaurant in Titan Los Angeles probably the most inexpensive on the list so far uh they have a hanan chicken that they only do i think on fridays or saturdays um and they're famous for their boat noodles mm. uh, and they're we talked about the jade noodle mm-hmm. which is beautiful with very raw, instagram friendly crispy pork yeah super instagram friendly it's
2: gonna be your cheapest instagramable dish on this list the old guard made it on their border <laughs> grill
1: Border, Border Grill has never left this list. Musso and Frank's, absolutely not. That's the only one that I would... Well, I don't know. They do a thing called a flannel cake, which is an amazing, amazing pancake, which is a cross between a crepe and a pancake. It's phenomenal. But their steaks... They're, one, Musso and Frank's is insanely expensive. <laughs> the menu has not changed since like 1930. You can still get escargot cargo you can still get um cream spinach all these things I love that stuff I mean and that stuff's good but they don't do it very they do it okay <laughs> People will kill me for saying this about Musso and & Franks and I've gone to Musso & Franks for years and Manny at the counter is one of my heroes That's, that's magic crazy. tricks all the time Yeah um makes an amazing salad <laughs> Love Manny but I Musso & Franks is very expensive <laughs>
0: um. It's like a Langers you're going because you know it. It's like cancers. No. No. <laughs> no, no, like can, no, 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 no. I didn't finish. said this. Langers has got the best economy no, no. in the United States. In the in the sense that it, they charge an arm and a leg because they know people are going to come.
1: Yes, that's what I'm saying. I got to finish. Well, it's an, <laughs> an institution. Stuff. I mean, I, I mean, that's it, what I'm saying. Well, Delhi is
2: an arm and a leg because they have to because their food costs are so high.
1: They're also sort of, I mean, you should they're all watch the documentary
2: Deli, man. It'll yeah, explain yeah. it all for you. Yeah,
0: not like I've never worked in a Russian before. Thank you about food costs.
2: You've never worked uh, in a deli Have you ever Jewish in delis, do Come oh, on, pretty? Jason. Come this, on, Jason. Do you think these locks grow on trees? Yeah, they do grow on trees. Do you think these briskets is cheap? No, Geez, no, no. No, gosh.
1: I love Musso Frank's Manny. I love you very much. But uh, I, you do not Your food is that. whack, Manny. Your steak your steak is too expensive <laughs> for what it is. Um, Alright,
2: let's do one more Rain. Golden Deli, 98
1: mm-hmm. Best Vietnamese food In Southern California? No,
2: no
0: classic.
1: Not in Southern, maybe in Los Angeles adjacent mm.
2: Outside of Garden Grove, Westminster?
1: Uh, exactly mm-hmm. But it is fantastic What's your favorite thing there? Well, I, you know what I Everything is amazing there And the spring rolls, they're famous for the spring rolls They're unbelievable, or the fried rolls um, but I really love the, the French Vietnamese version of curry with a baguette. Mm-hmm. So just their yellow curry with a baguette is mm-hmm. phenomenal. I with love the that. shrimp paste, the spring rolls, um, and the fuzz. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Pro tip for me, big fan of getting the bean thread mung bean noodles instead of, the rice noodles with pho. Mm. My favorite thing. Mung it up. One and out. healthier for you, Probs. It's gluten-free.
2: Say no more.
0: So are rice noodles.
1: So are rice noodles. <laughs> so are rice
0: noodles. <laughs> so are rice
1: noodles. All right,
2: guys. Um, hopefully you, got, you, you listeners learned some new thingies to try out.
1: Hopefully you all live in L.A.
2: <laughs> hopefully yeah. you all live in L.A. <laughs> If yeah, you don't, you might be. This we this, talked about Postmates might for a, be a while, skipper. <laughs> and we showed you how to make porridge. So there's something. So so, just give us money. Wait, and we read a list; it was pretty and,
1: cool. And Yeti coolers, if you're out there, list. Ah, uh, yeah,
2: Yeti boys, and uh, take uh, a Casper
0: to
1: mattress too. Code for nice. a new Yeti oh, Casper mattress. Stamps.
0: dot <laughs> com. I love Stamps. dot com. <laughs> just think of all the big podcast uh, sponsors.
1: Looking, just looking for
2: yeti cooler that we don 't have yet get mm-hmm. okay, yeti one day well we 're going to get the elemento yep. guy on we're going we're not going to get a yeti cooler for free ever <laughs> and what else are we going to do? working on Lou from Lou's wine <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: nice i i can 't wait to have Lou and then unless usually when I talk about something in the his, in the future, it never happens in mm-hmm. the world of podcasting, so i won 't say who what 's going to be on next week, but it'll be. A dude from a, a big food source website. So that should be tight. Uh, if you like the show, go to the stewpodcast.com. All the episodes live on there. iTunes, you please subscribe, give us a nice rating and review, and that helps us out. We can't just have um, our moms giving us good reviews. It has to be you guys, too. I can only fake so many like of them.
1: have 30 reviews. Which is good, and I think like a lot of them came from when you started too, which is good. But I'm like, can somebody leave a review? Constructive criticism doesn't have to be five stars, but give know. us bad
2: reviews. That's yeah, what's going Get on? Tear apart. <clears throat> yeah, we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of listeners. Only thirty-one reviews. Come on, guys, let's let's, let's pick it up. Please, please, please. Okay, we're done here. Um, Andre Carparo does not have social media. I am at them jeans.
0: Stu Stewart at Instagram.com. Sick. See
1: you guys next week. Bye.